thought you'd be more excited about our new base. You finally have a place to call home? Trust me, Hera. I'm excited. This is my excited face. Yeah, very nice. You've never heard of the Millennium Fall? Should I have? It's a ship that made the capital run less than 12 farms. Hey, everyone, and welcome to... Castle Run Weekly. My name is Danny. I'm Heather. And today, guys, we are celebrating our Holocron Book Club. Yay! Um, yes, uh, it's back. <laughs> 10.30 at night, and I've got yes. my coffee, my huge <laughs> It's No Moon coffee. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, it, sorry for it not being live. Uh, we will return to that uh, hopefully next week. Um, but we still wanted to get this out to you. Um, this will be arriving to you on Friday, which is a little out of the norm as well. But I hey, have to explain. Have with it. <laughs> I have to explain. I tried an audiobook, okay? And it explained to me, it, it told me that I was on chapter 15. <laughs> so I get here today to do the Holocron Book Club on the live show, like I always do. And then on time, mind you. On too. time. I was early. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Danny starts talking about the book, and I'm like telling him how disappointed I was and everything. And then he starts telling me about things, and I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't read that part. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. So, <laughs> chapter 15 on the particular audiobook version that I listened to is actually chapter four of the book. Oh. <laughs> yes. So I have spent the rest of the day legitimately reading the book. No more audiobooks for Heather. <laughs> oh, I hate that it failed you, though. Like, because <gasps> I've told you how bad. I read it. Yeah. Yes, felt me bad. Oh, and, man. You know, I wasn't really impressed with the quality. You know, everybody sounded really good, except for Kanan himself, which sounded like a whiny little brat. <laughs> he was like, hey, so See, I, I wonder who is narrating yours, because the same guy that's narrating the one that I've been listening to on Audible um, narrated Force Awakens and Thrawn. Um, well, so I, I, it sounds like a different guy, because I didn't get that It had to be Thrawn, a different yeah. guy, because this guy, Kanan really, I mean, his voice cracks sometimes. Oh, no. The, yeah, we're in different audiobooks. <laughs> and it's, like, really annoying. Oh, no. <laughs> and, it, and to me, Kanan is just not an annoying character. He never has been. Not at all. Yeah. You know, and so I, I was just very unimpressed. And then I couldn't... I'm just... I'm going to read from now on. Books are my thing and I am not going to rely on someone else reading it to me. I am going to read it and it'll just have to take up my time. <laughs> Everybody was raving about audiobooks and so many, you know, other book clubs and everything. And yeah. I'm trying to read several different books at once and so I thought mm -hmm. I'd give it a try. No. <laughs> <laughs> swearing them off, huh? I'm swearing them off because I finished, uh, well, I thought I finished my 15 chapters last week. And see, I was wondering, like, when I'd finished, I was wondering the whole time, I was like, why was she so unimpressed? Why was she not enjoying it? I was like, I mean, because, I mean, in the 15 chapters, I mean, it's not like there's a ton of information. 
Um, there is a ton of information, well, though. See, I didn't really? feel like there was. Um, because, like, well, it, the pace of Thrawn and Force Awakens, like, they're longer chapters, for one. Right. Um, it feels more episodic. Um, there's this, a lot, there's I more think completion the 15 to the chapters. was episodic because mm -hmm. we finished with her finally telling him her name. And yes. I was, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> we always say this, but spoilers. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, you know, going back, you know, 10 hours later from where we were talking about it earlier, <laughs> <laughs> I have a totally different view of this book. So cool. Well, I mean, and, and again, I mean, with the 15 chapters, I guess maybe it's just that I'm used to the longer chapters. Right. Because, I mean, there was a lot more information packed into one, and it felt like every three pages it was a new chapter. Well, this is <laughs> so a, that kind of threw a junior me off a novel, bit, so. too. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that would make a little bit more sense. It's, um, it's not, like, purely, mm -hmm. like, a children's novel. It's more for teenagers. The young adult kind of. Right. Yeah. Okay. I can really see that now. Because, I mean, the whole time I was wondering, I was like, why this choice? Uh, why 60 chapters? Right. <laughs> um, well, when so, yeah. you're a kid, you're, you want to get through a chapter fast. And when you span. get, right. Yeah. When you get through a chapter, you feel accomplished. You want to get through another chapter and another one. So, um, you I, know, I felt accomplished. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Oh, I read 15 chapters in one day. Ha ha ha. I'm Boom. a huge reader. <laughs> Drop the mic. Oh, yes. <laughs> Never mind that they were maybe only 50 pages. But anyways. <laughs> Let's see. But anyways, so, I yeah. I think it was like I think it ended 106. Up so, there you go. So. I think 106 would have given us like maybe two chapters out of Thrawn. <laughs> right. I could probably yeah. tell you, but we'll we'll do that later. There we go. Because now I'm curious. <laughs> So yeah, so getting into the story of it all. Yes. So what did you think of that so far? I really liked the story. I liked um I liked the beginning with mm -hmm. um Caleb Dune. Mm -hmm. um, For those of you who don't know, that is Kanan Jarrus. That is Kanan Jarrus. Um that is his real name. And he's sitting there with Kenobi listening to this lecture and He's thinking, and I think that that's a wonderful thing. And mm -hmm. he might have saved countless Jedi lives. Definitely. Uh, it's really cool because it kind of ties into, well, it doesn't kind of, it actually, absolutely ties into Revenge of the Sith, where, because the lecture they're having is about the emergency beacon. Right. Um, kind of like the all clear message and the come home message and things like that. And I thought it was really cool. Like, it, it almost felt like Caleb Doom was kind of, the reader or the viewer watching the movies or uh, reading the book where he was like, for what purpose would all the Jedi in the galaxy need to come home? He's like, that right. doesn't make sense. Why would you need all the Jedi in one single location? And then Obi-Wan's like, Hmm, what do you think? He's like, I guess unforeseen circumstances kind of like, exactly. kind of like, I'll just entertain this or whatever. He's like, okay, well, can it send people away? And then the other masters around were like, oh, that's enough, that's enough. And everyone's like, no, 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 that's actually a really good question. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's the thing, is that before that, Obi-Wan hadn't thought of that. No, and so, never like even said, crossed his mind. I, I mean, if it would have crossed his mind, then he would have, you know, been able to entertain it even quicker. But he didn't. Oh, yeah. This was the first um, new canon book after the Disney 
Yes. Thing. So this was a big deal mm-hmm. when this happened. That oh, yeah. it was establishing canon that was not movie. Yes, definitely. Um, which I, I mean, I've been really enjoying. Um, I I don't feel like it's too young or anything like I that. I don't either. I think um, talking about yeah. drunk people and killing people <laughs> constantly isn't really um, a youth um, concept. But right, <laughs> you get Kane and the drunk, uh, which yeah. is interesting. But but doesn't surprise me though because no. I mean it, it made me think of the ep- uh, the episode uh, Empire Day when they almost get caught by a stormtrooper. And Kanan's like, yeah, Empire Day. And Ezra's like, just forgive my drunk uncle. Right. <laughs> so but one like, oh, thing so. I had a question on is uh-huh. Caleb said that the Sith had not been heard from in millennia. Um, yeah. Rita, you know, but Kenobi already had a beard. Which means Anakin had already been discovered, which means the Sith had already been discovered. And it mm-hmm. makes me wonder, did they not tell the younglings, which they should have? Was True. it something that just wasn't known? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm curious what your take was on that. My take on that was is more of a cover-up. Because, I mean, you see throughout the entire prequel trilogy, Clone Wars, everything, this compartmentalization of knowledge throughout the Jedi order of we're only going to let certain people in on certain things and only trust certain Jedi with certain things. And uh, basically everything that they put Anakin through, uh, distrusting him for absolutely no reason and reason and things like that. Um, that's Another what it reason I love the Jedi. I'm going to be a <laughs> Jedi one day. Um, but I mean, that's what it made me think of uh, because it's kind of like the, I don't know, like if something huge like that was coming, it, it to me, it felt like they were like, oh, well, we need to know more before we really say something. But at the same time, it was almost fear of saying something would cause the fear of the thing. Um, almost make it real, I guess. Maybe. how I inter- interpreted it a little bit. But I mean, um, if someone's yeah. being groomed to be a Sith, you would mm. think that they would warn people. <laughs> Hey, there's Sith out there, and you might want to watch By the way, that. guys. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and that's the thing. I mean, it adds to the whole thing with the Jedi Council where it just does not make sense. Maybe it was just that leadership and that council uh, that caused the Jedi to be that way. That just but, shows that they're flawed. Oh, but, yeah, I mean, absolutely. They're, they're, well, for the most part, human. I mean, not all <laughs> human, obviously. But they're yeah. beings, and beings are flawed. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of how I took it. I feel like it was more of a hush-hush uh, kind of thing. Only the inner circle knew about it, and they were dealing with it. So, gotcha. Awesome. So, yeah. Otherwise, it's the uh, boogeyman that you tell all the <laughs> Padawans about is real. So. <laughs> so, yeah, I was that part I did listen to in the audiobook, and the audiobook mm-hmm. would, like, stop mid-chapter to change chapters. But I wasn't uh-huh. looking at the book at the same moment that mm-hmm. I was read, uh, listening the first time. So I didn't know that. And I kept mm-hmm. thinking it was very awkwardly written. <laughs> Weirdly paced. <laughs> Weirdly paced, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I really, um, that opening scene was really cool, I thought. Oh, yeah. It, it, I mean, it was really exciting for me um, because it, it was just cool seeing 
Kanan before Kanan, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, seeing him as that Padawan and the experiences he had and things like that. And uh, I'd actually re- started reading a little bit of the comic series, and he's just as inquisitive in that as well, where he's the one that's known for asking too many questions. Right. <laughs> and but he's like, I mean, it's not that I don't trust anybody. I just, I would like to know. I, yeah. I, I, I want to know the reason. Um, I, I'll take a directive. I'll do a command, but I want to know the reason. Um, which is evident in his character that we see in Rebels, too, um, where he's not somebody who just blindly follows someone. He follows Hera because he trusts and loves her, but at the same time, he still questions her a lot. <laughs> yeah, he does, <laughs> so, yeah. especially when it comes to the Rebellion, because oh, he's not a warrior. I mean, he was supposed to be a warrior, right? but he chose a different path this is not the path that he chose he's mm-hmm. doing it because it's the right thing to do but not i feel that he chose it for hera and because he you know things have just gotten that bad yeah and he just felt he had no other choice really mm-hmm. but well, i'm not yeah. there yet so right well and then a little bit we know like it kind of feels like I guess that's maybe what you were saying, where it feels like the only re- like if if Hera was not in the equation, this would not be the canon that we get in Rebels. Right. Um, he would not be a part of the rebellion. He'd still be this brawler, random jobs brawler, right. occasionally running the bar kind of <laughs> kind of guy. Of I, I don't want to get involved. Um, I did think it was really interesting that he made a, or it, it's talked about how he wished that the Force would just go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, I mean, you can tell that, I mean, obviously, Order 66 is sore for him. It was his family. That was the only family he ever knew. I think he even says that in the book about how and he doesn't really understand parents. Yeah, they did. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, I thought that was interesting, though, that he was like, I mean, it just shows up, at the, the Force shows up at the most inconvenient times, whether it be to save my skin or not, I wish it would just go away. Right. And, I, mean, I don't know, like, to me, that was just kind of, you could kind of feel his pain in that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I could. It was pretty profound. And, you know, yeah, it did save his skin, but it also risked it, too, if he would have mm-hmm. stuck around for even a moment longer. It still might. Because oh, yeah. there's cameras everywhere we know now. Man, this surveillance state surveillance- Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so we're, so we'll get there. Yeah. The first thing after um, Caleb mm-hmm. um, and go away, uh, Kenobi sending mm-hmm. the order to shoo shoo. Mm-hmm. We get Sloane and um, Vidian. Yes. So Vidian kind of seems like a, a half Vader type, almost like we're getting an incomplete Vader. See, I think it'd be more thing. of a Grievous. I kind of got that feeling a little bit too. Like I don't Not know, like, like it was pure like a cross grievous. between. Right. Yeah. It was more like I'm just gonna bash you to death because you're inefficient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of you and you've annoyed me and you're inefficient. <laughs> so I'm just gonna kill yeah. you now. Definitely. Um, he kind of <laughs> just for for you as a Doctor Who fan kind of made me think of the uh, Daleks. For a moment. <laughs> well, the Daleks hate everyone. This guy, That's if you're true. efficient, you know, you can live. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, just when he was pounding the mess out of that Nemoidian, like I could just he- hear him saying exterminate, exterminate. exterminate. <laughs> but that's what he kind of reminded me of that, the, the cyborg men kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah, I heard him saying, you know, Dooku has trained me in your Jedi art. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Swing at him like a fan. Right. Because <laughs> that's efficient. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so this Vidian character, though, like, I don't know. What do you think of him? I thought, I don't know. He really intrigues me because he's on his deathbed. Mm-hmm. And he knows he's probably never going to survive. And he rubs his two cents together and makes a fortune. Mm-hmm. To buy himself a whole new body, and he chooses this one. <laughs> this one, right? <laughs> Just because it intimidates people more, and it's more efficient. Yeah. And <laughs> so, you know, it really intrigues me because I—he's a very formidable enemy, mm-hmm. and he has to erase his memory every day. Or that parts of it. Up. Yeah, that sounded and messed up. <laughs> I think that that's going to come into play because he erased mm-hmm. Kanan. I was about to say, yeah, it, it's already in play at the moment, yeah. Um. So when he sees Kanan again, he's not going to know that he's already had an encounter mm-hmm. with him and to kill him on sight. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw when he erased him, I was like, huh. So, so Kanan escaped under the radar. <laughs> yeah, and um, what was her name? Zanul. I hate that I can't remember names. The um. Anyway, we'll get there. The <laughs> surveillance. Oh, the uh, uh, Sullivan woman. Yeah, I can't. Re- I can't remember her name either. Zanula but yeah, or... something like that. Yeah. But anyway, she let mm-hmm. him off with a pass because he she, he stood up to Vidian, mm-hmm. and I thought, hmm, that's pretty cool. And of course, Hedda is gonna has been arrested, so mm-hmm. um, she's not happy about that because these people are her <laughs> only family, right? And they have been keeping tabs on people for thirty years. The Empire has been around for a decade. Yep. Kind of makes you wonder. <laughs> and so there you go. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, the whole thing just is kind of just wild. Um, like, I think I'm trying to remember what it was, but I think it wasn't it in the book at one point where it was talking about, oh, I hope they don't have a vocal print of me or or any of the, mm-hmm. or any, any of this kind of stuff. Kanan like, was saying that. Yeah. yeah like, that's wild. Like the, the surveillance on this, on this planet has just gotten out of hand. Not um, just on this planet, the way yeah. they say it. I mean, it's been everywhere and it makes me mm-hmm. wonder if it's when the chancellor became the chancellor. That's possible. Cause yeah. I can't remember the timeline, but Anakin was nine. Mm-hmm. And then, so when the chancellor became the cha- when Palpatine became the chancellor, mm-hmm. is that when he instituted the surveillance? It's possible for their protection. For their protection, yeah. because the yeah. terminology evolved over the decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it's 
it's got its political overtones. Right. <laughs> um, well, it is but, wars. Star mm-hmm. Wars. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but I mean, like, it was, I don't know, like, it was so jarring to me when, I mean, it was, like, every day to the, to the, uh, it was Miters Minox or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was every day to that team. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, so-and-so, so-and-so. Oh, don't worry about them. They got a red star. They're mentally not there and, and right. things like that. And it was just kind of like, Oh wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> they've really been watching. And then even she goes to the point where, like she said, Oh, I've seen uh, this character before talking about Kanan. Um, but you know, he, he helps out. So he, yeah. he's, we'll give him a pass. We'll give him it's a pass like today. A level of playing God. <laughs> so, even though yeah. his, she was on the highest alert, she mm-hmm. still gave him a pass anyway. Yeah. Plus, we're going to see where the data cube goes. Yes. So definitely. She's, <laughs> she's a little appeased though at this point. So I can see her actually delivering that to Hera at, you know, but I can't wait to see that in the next section. Well, into her, like it actually was about security. It was about safety. It really was. Um, she truly felt she was doing yeah. the right thing. She is not trying to mm-hmm. hurt anyone. And right. when people that she's reporting has started disappearing, she's like, Huh. Well, none of my business. Mm-hmm. You know, surely it's fine. You know, I'm moving yeah. on. This is, you know, for the best of the empire. Right. And the empire, and the empire is just yeah. the republic renamed, mm-hmm. obviously. So, what's the big deal? Right. And if, then they they encroach on those liberties a little bit too much for her. Um, right. She realizes they're turning her into a weapon, just basically. Yeah, they come into the room and literally take her man away. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not her man, but <laughs> yeah, her friend, her best friend. Oh yeah, definitely. Know. Which ends up being Harris contact. Which yes, was kind of cool. <laughs> I thought so, and yeah. you know, I mean, it's like you knew it was somebody. You just didn't know who. Right. And um, I think it's cool that it was somebody that was actually in the surveillance area mm-hmm. that would know who and how to talk to people. It makes you wonder, though, how they heard him say random things in the building mm-hmm. and then haven't heard things spoken to Hera in a data you know, I, yeah. it just makes you wonder how he got through certain things. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how that's going to turn out. Oh, definitely. I mean, I would imagine, I mean, just theorizing that, I mean, with somebody who had a knowledge of how all of that surveillance state worked. Right. He would know the ins and outs and how to get around at the blind spots, things like that. So You would think, but then he think. might not have gotten arrested. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of got himself caught. <laughs> but yeah. Because even earlier that day, he had said something that got him mm-hmm. snapped at. You know, you shouldn't say oh, yeah. that. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so what did you think of Skelly? Okay. I'm just curious. Skelly to me is, I'm trying to think of an example, but basically he has so much good mm-hmm. that he's trying to do. Um, Maybe not, you know, like typical good, 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's not going around, you know, giving out alms to poor. But, I mean, he's trying to save lives. He's yeah. found these um, things that are not going to work. Mm-hmm. And nobody's going to listen. And so, for some reason, he thinks Canaan is different. He thinks Canaan is his friend. And he says, hey, Canaan, back me up here. And Canaan says, no. And by the way, that's where the book ended in the audio book. <laughs> is Man. Skelly telling him that. So, that's where I, that's where I was. Mm. And um, But Skelly's like, you know... He really wants to make a point mm-hmm. and not hurt anybody. And he's kind of dumb in some ways. Oh, yeah. Like, don't set a cavern to explode when without checking the new duty schedule. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. I mean, he could have taken <laughs> down half the moon mm-hmm. with that card. Yeah. yeah. Um. But he, in another way, he's way smart, and mm-hmm. he knows exactly where to put explosives to make them go boom in a way mm-hmm. that he needs them to do. And um, he's free now. Hera set him free, and yep. Kanan did not. <laughs> Kanan turned his hiney in. That's true. <laughs> um. Skelly kind of got on my nerves really? a little bit. And maybe it was the way it was read in the audiobook because I was doing the audiobook and the thing. Yeah. But even still, though, like his character reminds me of the character that Cassian had come across at the beginning of Rogue One in that little alleyway. And he was like, I've yeah. got this information. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And he was just freaking out. I don't know what to do. I can't climb. Oh my gosh. Da, da, da. Just freaking out. And, and then he just got they, shot. <laughs> yeah. And Cassie, it was just like, shh, it's going to be okay. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's, that's a spoiler for Rogue One, so if yeah. you haven't seen it, oops. Happens <laughs> pretty be early. Honest, though. Yeah. <laughs> Happens pretty early. Um, well, I mean, like that's what Skelly reminded me of because he was so erratic. So even when Hera does call on him, he's kind of a wild card. Um as as to if he can keep his mouth shut for one. Um and if he actually can be useful to the cause. Um, I don't know if he can. I mean, I think that he will eventually be useful in some way mm-hmm. because um, I just think he will be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't think he is going to be as helpful as Hera hoped. Right. Well, in it, I kind of question his allegiance too, because I mean, like when all the stormtroopers were heading to the surface looking for him, yeah, they're like, oh, he was like, oh, they're looking for me, yeah. so they can honor me and See, praise that's what me. I'm saying he's an idiot <laughs> in so many ways. He doesn't understand yeah. the Empire because mm-hmm. when he was saying negative things about the Empire, mm-hmm. he wasn't even saying negative things about the Empire. <laughs> He was just saying they're going to have a problem if they don't listen. And that's all he was saying. And they took it as a threat against the empire. A threat against the empire. And that he should have known at that moment, you know, they've come to arrest me and they've been Mm -hmm. listening to what I say. Well, they took me wrong. Well, they won't take this wrong. Ha ha. (laughs) And then boom, boom. And then, oh, they'll want to talk to me now. I need to talk to Vidian. 
<laughs> exactly. Just so I get it. He's, he's he's a very annoying character, mm-hmm. but I can see he's very shattered from mm-hmm. war. You know, yeah, because that's he true. Because he is a Clone War vet. Yeah, yeah. He went in those foxholes to save all of his people over and over and over and over again. And his entire life, it has been a theme that people don't listen. Mm-hmm. And the only person that's ever said that they'll listen to him is Hera. And if that doesn't catalyze you, what does? I hear you. So maybe he'll become different. Maybe, maybe he'll maybe, step up to the plate. He's not going to be different. He's, yeah. I mean, he is who he is, and he is well, crazy. I mean, as far as a, a shift in, I, I don't know, I guess perception, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe in a perception of maybe one person. You mm-hmm. know, maybe nobody ever listens can turn into, well, somebody might listen eventually. True. And, yeah. you know, he is still a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. No, I completely volatile. agree with that. Yes, extremely volatile. With volatile chemical knowledge. <laughs> he reminds me of I don't I don't know if you've played Overwatch uh Junkrat. <laughs> I've played a little Overwatch. I'm not a big gamer, but Yeah. <laughs> There's a character on there that's an explosive expert that happens to be missing like part of his leg. He has a peg leg and he's like crazy with bombs and all this kind of stuff, so We'll just rename him Skelly. Skelly, yeah. <laughs> well, Skelly, you know, lost his hand for trying to save everybody one more exactly. time. And then the war was over when he woke up. And mm-hmm. bam, he's gotten this crappy hand. And Literally. <laughs> yeah. And is is it made of crap? No, no, no. It will dealt a crappy hand, but... Figuratively. Uh, there you go. sorry my kid is literally everything all the time is literally he's literally everything everything is literally literally and i'm like i don't think you know what that means (laughs) so that is like my zone in we can cut that out though Anyway, so yeah, he's he's been dealt this really bad hand, of, mm-hmm. a hand, mm-hmm. and um, lied to and manipulated, and you know, I feel for the guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's annoying. He's like a really jaded and jarring jar jar. <laughs> makes really bad decisions and mm-hmm. um yeah yep i would agree for sure but has good in good intentions he just makes really bad decisions very erratic yes <laughs> but yeah definitely so kanan and hera that was interesting because i never really picked up on the romance Really? And I, I don't look okay. for romance in people. Yeah. Um, it's just not my, you know. So mm-hmm. when I saw the trailer for season four the other day, well, mm-hmm. it's been a couple weeks now, the first one, I was like, huh, there may be something there. And then I read this and I'm like, oh, there's always been something there. <laughs> and I have just totally missed it. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. That's um, a smart one, Heather. 
<laughs> well, and I mean, to your defense, they have downplayed it a lot in in the series. Because um, rewatching it with my wife, like you can kind of tell a little bit of like mom dad between the two, um, but not necessarily any kind of romance or relationship. Me, yeah, to until me it the was second mom, season. To yeah. me, it was mom dad. You know, like platonic. They I were gotcha. really good friends. Mm-hmm. I never saw an actual romantic thing. Mm-hmm. I guess because I wasn't expecting it because Kanan was Jedi. And yeah. training Jedi. Yeah. And Jedi don't do that. <laughs> some or do. do they? <laughs> it depends on the circumstance, I think. Yeah. Some <laughs> do Jedi. or we wouldn't be in this mess. That's true. <laughs> That Anakin, we're looking at you. Yeah, that and pregnancy brain. Well, yep, we, we covered that on another episode. Find it. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, as far as the relationship goes, I mean, like, I, ne- I never really got, like, a romantic relationship vibe until actually the end of season two, um, where she's worried about him going off to Malachor um, with Ezra and Ahsoka and everything. And she's worried that he's not going to come back. Right. Um, and kind of stuff like that. And how she kind of gets a little huffy at him about, I'll figure it out myself. And things like that. Where it, it kind of starts to feel like, okay, there's a relationship here. Um, and I think in season four, we're going to get more of that. Oh, um, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, See, that's what it looks like it's right. amounting to. Yeah. But in these pages, you can't deny. Oh, not at all. That... I love the way that he like just swoons over her. I think yeah. that's the coolest. Yeah. Where she he's just enthralled with her voice alone. Because um, he has to know her because of the way she sounds. Right. And yeah. and he loved the way she flew. Mm-hmm. He loved her ship. Yeah. I mean, there's not <laughs> been anything that he hasn't enjoyed about her. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. Obviously, mm-hmm. we don't know where it goes, like, mm-hmm. necessarily, because we're to season four of still Rebels, developed. and yeah. it's still where it is. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really liking that. Oh, definitely, yeah. Well, and I feel like they're going to have to really establish more of that romantic relationship between them in season four uh, because i mean you and i i know both are reluctantly on board with kanan's probably not going to make it out there's no. a good chance he's not making it out um and for that to hurt as much as it would yeah <laughs> so i mean for it to hurt as much as it could i feel like that's really going to have to be played on a lot more um well i think so. though that's a different we should have gone into that <laughs> earlier today when we did our earlier episode, but oh well. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, Hera could choose the rebellion and then lose him. Mm. I don't know that I could see that happening. Because not, not the way that she's been acting in these earlier seasons that I've been watching. Like, I don't know. I just don't she's, feel like that could happen. But, she's been I mean, anything the could. rebellion for everything else lately. That's true. Kind of the rebellion over everyone, so yeah. over her family, over everything. So yeah, I don't know. We'll Maybe see. anyway. That's not yeah. this episode. <laughs> Sorry, tangent. I'm bad about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm horrible about it. So please forgive us for our tangents. <laughs> Hope you enjoy them. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I'm really excited about Kanan and Hera's relationship. I, I just I, like again, like I said, I, I love the way um, he was just captivated by just the sound of her voice. Um, and then when he saw her, the way he described her and things like that, and he was just like, at least tell me your name. And then he just waited. It was almost like she was keeping him on the hook for a second. <laughs> and then she finally calls back to him. And so like, I don't know, like I, I love, I love the back and forth. I'm excited to see that develop. Yes. And then we end with chapter 15 with mm-hmm. Hera. My name is Hera. Yes. <laughs> and I really like that. See, I thought that was episodic because at the end, mm-hmm. you know, you're finished with, yep, I guess you're worthy of a name, even though yeah. you don't really need one. And she, <laughs> I mean, he didn't need one. Mm-mm. She didn't tell anyone else except for Skelly that we know right. of. Mm-hmm. Although it makes me wonder why she's like scattering her name around everywhere. I don't know. It's kind of strange, especially since she's trying to be all secretive. And, and honestly, yeah. on a planet she knows is got lots of surveillance. And right. she's just like, here's my name here. Here's my mm-hmm. name here. But I mean, that is okay. Take me legitimately because this is my name. And once you get into a certain thing, yeah. maybe. So, I mean, it could be her just being young in the rebellion too. Um, cause we don't know how long she's been in it. I mean, obviously she's got contacts here and there, so it's not like a brand new thing, but it could be it's that we're giving out her, her name ship right. to have, like, be able to assimilate someone else's correspondence sig- signal and mm-hmm. her to know how to stealthily get through an entire base True. with a guy that's got magic eyes and, um, <laughs> To take down a group of people that would never be taken down by... Even the doggone anti-Jedi was like, mm-hmm. hmm, I wonder... Yeah, I can take them. <laughs> right. He's but just he kind thought of like, about I mean, it. Exactly. He's like, ah, it's Tuesday. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And she's cute, so... Yeah, well, I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think he thought she was. <laughs> well, I mean, I think she's cute. Yeah. All I've really heard is her voice, but yeah, she sounded cute. <laughs> That's worth a death. There you go. <laughs> Kanan didn't have a whole lot riding on that one, but... <laughs> All right, guys. So that is our Holocron Book Club for A New Dawn. Woo! Um, yes. Woo! We, that is our coffee. first... <laughs> a BB-8 full of coffee. A BB-8 full of coffee. <laughs> um, so that was our first 15 chapters, and so we'll start doing the, or we'll be doing the next 15 next week. Hopefully we'll be able to do live. Yeah. Um, so be looking out for that on our social media. We'll let you know when we go live and where we go live. Because um, we're trying out a few things, and uh, we're going to see what we can do for you guys to make yeah. sure that we, we can get everybody in on everything. Because... Yes. We've been aware that not all people are fans of Facebook, so. (laughs) Yes. Um. So yeah, chapter sixteen through thirty next. Yes. And uh, (laughs) so that'll be fun. I'm going to read them. Oh yes. Like with my eyes. (laughs) So so we'll be ready for you next week. Yes. Uh, so cool guys so uh, in the meantime you can check us out on KesselRunWeekly.com uh, in all of our social media uh, like follow share whatever the 
corresponding thing is um, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at uh, Kessel Run Weekly. Um, and definitely uh, stay tuned for our episodes every single Wednesday and Friday. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, um, just about anywhere you get your podcast, we're there. Um, if you can't find us, let us know because we'll go there. <laughs> yeah. Danny is about to write some very interesting articles. So um, we will have those out to you on all of our social media very soon. Absolutely. Um, like one every once in a while. So enough to keep you satisfied. Absolutely. <laughs> definitely. Because I, I definitely want to have something cool for you guys in the meantime. Because, I mean, I love meeting with you on Wednesday and Friday. Um, however... I miss you the other days of the week. <laughs> so I want to try to see what we can do to uh, get you some cool stuff out on our website um, so we can all join in, have fun on KesselRunWeekly.com yeah. <laughs> get some stuff going on. Because um, I really enjoyed writing the article about the uh, Thai silencer snafu. Yeah. <laughs> Be sure to check out uh, KesselRunWeekly.com periodically. Um, and until next time, guys, I'm Danny. I'm Heather. And may the force be with you. <laughs>